run your life and you don't have a sense of self anymore running from school to work to activities i mean we're burnt out and feel like a hot mess most of the time when you have a free minute do you find yourself hiding in your closet or your car because even the bathroom isn't a sacred place anymore is your life so full that when you go to schedule a happy hour it's 12 months out we want you to know that you are not alone we get it trust us we love our kids but being in the thick of it is stressful and they don't make a book of rules for this stuff I'm Keisha, a newly divorced mom of two, working hard to chase my dreams and starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 40-ish corporate working mom of two littles, married to my high school sweetheart, losing my mind on the daily, just ask my kids. We want this podcast to be the escape from your overly scheduled life and that reminder that you're not alone in this mom life journey. We are here losing it too. So turn up the volume and grab your drink of choice because giving up a cocktail as a mom is never an option. Cheers. Cheers. Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast. I hope everyone out there had an amazing Valentine's Day. And I hope wherever you are that is warm because it is oddly warm in New Jersey and I am just loving every minute of it. So I hope you guys are all having an amazing, amazing start to your Wednesday. And how are you doing today, Keisha? I'm good. Same thing I just said to one of the bus stop moms. I was like, I'm loving this weather. I don't want to jinx it, but I'll take it. If this is all we're going to get for winter. Praise the Lord. I'm in hundred <laughs> percent. I'm in for this. Like it feels mm-hmm. weird outside actually, because it is so warm and it's February, but it feels like April. It, yeah, it actually does feel exactly like April. Cause it's like, it was really cold this morning. So it's like freezing in the morning. No matter time the afternoon comes, it's like nice and sunny and it makes it so warm and then back to cold at night. So yeah, it's given early spring. I'm I'm good with it. I'm loving it every single day. <laughs> I'm here for it. Please, I no got snow. To see you on Sunday. I know. Such a fun Super Bowl party, even though the ending wasn't fun <laughs> <laughs> because our team's uh, lost. But yeah. v- very fun. Um, I haven't been to a Super Bowl party in years. I can't even remember. At least maybe like five or six years. Yeah, same. The last time I was at a party was when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. So. Oh, okay. See, I, we didn't even, I didn't even do a party. It was like one of those superstitious things where it's just like, nope, stay home. <sighs> your same exact seat that you always sit in. <laughs> and hey, maybe that's why they didn't win this time. I should have did the same thing. You live and you learn. <laughs> right. Well, our friends that were coming that ended up not coming, the whole, like it all started because he texted us and said, last time we were together, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. So I'm blaming them. Yeah. They didn't come, <laughs> they and that's why they lost them. No, Listen, kidding. it's so many little superstitious <laughs> things. I also blame myself too because I don't know if you saw my stories on Instagram. I put that I was going to get like something Eagles on my nails, and oh, I was yeah. in the nail salon and I chose not to. And there was a lady next to me, and she was getting like decked out like Eagles green, a oh. football design, all this stuff. And I said in my head, I was like, if they lose, it's because I didn't get it on my nails. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's just all, all your these, thought, all, all your these thought. silly little superstitious <laughs> things that just like in, in the back of my head are just so funny. But I'm like, is is that it? <laughs> oh, I mean, you never Sorry. know, but yeah. doubtful. <laughs> I know it's all my fault. <laughs> um, so for me, no, so much fun, food and drinks, and the kids having fun and getting to do their own thing. Um, yeah, really, all really good. It, um, the sucky part was at the end when they lost, and then. You know, Logan, he's such a big Eagles fan and just a football sports head anyway. So 
him coming upstairs when they lost and I saw it right in his face and he just like buried his head in my chest and started crying I'm like I know I'm like I get it it's I was like just be proud of them like they made it this far they had an amazing season he was like but it's not like just trying to get that through to him and to any you know kid that age is really hard so and we both have kids and boys who play sports so this is not, you know, the first time they obviously haven't seen their team that they love on NFL lose, but they've lost games before. Mm-hmm. So having that same kind of mentality, like, how do you deal with that whole aspect of like sportsmanship? Yeah. I mean, well, Benjamin just kind of went through that whole emotional roller coaster with the Phillies because the same thing oh, happened. Yeah. With them. The same thing happened with the Philadelphia Union. I think I read something that all three of the major teams in Philly lost their their championships within the hundred days. Oh so like the emotional roller coaster, right? Of like winning and losing and having like if whether it's your, you know, team, your third grade team, win or lose. I mean it's I, I saw it through baseball last summer especially. Yeah. The boys would put their heart on the field and they would if they lost, like they would a lot of them would be crying at the end mm-hmm. of the game. And it's like you know, obviously you teach them to like shake the other, you know, do high fives, shake each other's hands and it's it's a hard thing because it's such an emotional game for them. And whether it's a major league team or their own team, their emotions are like fully in it. It's yeah, it's crazy. Even like, I know there was one baseball game in particular that Benjamin actually was the reason they lost the game at the end. One of the baseball games, like he had a, I forget exactly, but he came home. He was tough in front of his friends. Mm-hmm. He came home. He was belly aching on the couch for hours. Like it was a hard mm-hmm hard lesson like when you make a mistake and it costs you know your team something big it's it's a hard lesson for an an eight-year-old nine-year-old you know it is um it is like you said just that that I can't even imagine I mean just to be like I mean I don't know if it was a championship game but just any game to like know that it was kind of like something you did or didn't do that caused it for anyone whether it be eight years old or or even the person in the Eagles game who you know had the um uh, what is it called? The the hold. Yeah, at the end of the game. Um, look at you. I'm like drawing a blank. <laughs> I have like <laughs> a whole moment. Um, yeah. So I know he's gonna be kicking himself yeah. for months and years to come. But it's just one of those things where it's, it's it's almost bigger than you. Like it's just it's what can you do? Like it was obviously. I guess it was meant for the Chiefs to win in a win or lose situation with our kids. Like it's just you know it sucks. It's, I, I think the biggest thing is just teaching them to give their best effort. Like, Mm -hmm. did you go out on the field or, you know, wherever it is on the court and give your best effort? Um, You know, did you try your hardest? That's all you can do. You can't go beyond that. No, you're right. And it it does come down to, you know, after he calmed down that night, it's like, even though that last thing at the end is what ended the game, there was a lot of stuff that happened just for the Eagles too. Mm -hmm, Like that play, mm -hmm. although it quote unquote cost them the game, it's like, there was a whole game before that that involved exactly. a team of people, not mm-hmm. just you. Like nothing falls on just one person's shoulders when you're part of a team. That's the part of being a team. Like that's the whole exactly. thing. So it's like teaching them. That's why it's important to have your teammates back and to really work as a team and figure out how to work better and strategize those things because it doesn't and it should never feel like it's always one per- on one person. For that any is so true, sport, I think. Get us under even if it's like freaking Le- LeBron James, like he's like the best in the NBA, but 
at the end of the day, he can't, it's not a one person game. It's five of them on the court. And same thing with like any sport, like unless it's golf or something, like it's not a one person game. Like you said, it's a team. So um, one play or one player shouldn't necessarily make or break the game. Kind of. Agree. Yeah. It's hard because like their emotions are just so far in it. And, you know, kids kind of will poke and prod when it's like, if you're the last out or you're the last Mm -hmm. missed thing or you're, you know, so it's hard, but just reminding them that's all we can do, I think. Yeah. But I think it's good. Life, like I'm thankful that we have kids who play sports because I think that sports teach them, you know, life lessons in general. Like there's going to be things in life that will happen and disappoint you that you either have control over kind of or don't have control over. And those same like sportsmanship lessons carry over into like other areas too. There may be a big promotion he goes for and, you know, God forbid doesn't get it. Or there may be a big presentation that Logan has to do and he flops it or something like just all of these things. Like I said, it's just learn how to carry yourself and like I said at the end of the day if you know you tried your best you know you practice you study you prepare whatever it is and you gave it all your all then that's all you can kind of do and then you you know live and you learn and move on yeah so what are your thoughts on this because this has come up recently in Benjamin's basketball games so what are your thoughts on if a team is blowing out another team do you does the coach tell the kids back off a little bit let's not do this to them or do you say no you want to win go keep going don't back off like what do you what are your thoughts on that for eight nine-year-olds I don't know that that's really tough because I feel like if I was on you know obviously the end of the spectrum that was the winning team I would be like yeah keep going but then if I was the other side I would be like this is it like it's just (laughs) I don't know I could see both sides I think so what I saw from when I was at Benjamin's game that seems like that's what is the case is like once you get to a certain point value, like what is it? 15 points. They, they can still score, but the score doesn't count. Right. Like I feel like that's at this age level, at least that's kind of, I, that makes sense to me. So I do agree with that. Okay. Um, like mercy rules and stuff. The mercy that rule. baseball too. Yeah. Cause yeah. at some point it just like becomes a blowout, but, mm-hmm. but what do you would think? you tell your kids to like, cause I think this was part of the conversation. It's like, do you tell your kids to back off and let the other team catch up a little bit? Or do you still go out there and fight, you know, because it's I would, sportsmanship. I know. Yeah, I would say still go out there and fight. Like I said, okay. the, the score aspect of it, I think that that's kind of just like the, the stinger <laughs> that, you know, sucks if you see on the scoreboard like 67 to 12 or something. Um but yeah, I think I would say you still go out there and, and play like you. I mean, that's a good time. I think in the event, that's what they do in the professional league to trade out your good people. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they trade out their top, you know, top people for like the the B squad kind of thing so that yeah. they can, because at that point it's just like, okay, we're already winning. We're already going to win, Um, you know, let everybody get some play time. So I think that that's a good strategy to use, but I would say, I guess, keep, keep going. Your heart is, yeah. What about you? No, I agree. I I think you should never back off because I think it sets, it's like an example for life. Exactly. You always keep fighting no matter what. You never give up. You never throw it in people's faces, which would be the score, or you never like brag or you go crazy, but you always fight for Mm -hmm. what's right. You always fight for what you want in life because life's not easy all the time. You know, It's, it's hard. So I just think there was like some controversy about it, of course, where it's like, you know, we'll tell the kids like back off. And it's like, but what kind of message does that send? That's, yeah, I mean, that's not at this age. That's not a clear message. Right. I agree. But I think, you know, it's like a t- it's tough. It's, I see both sides of it, but mm-hmm. 
And I don't want to say because my kid was on the team that was winning. It's like, I, I don't know how I would feel if I was reversed, right? You yeah. Know? But I still think I would rather Benjamin lose and know that there's some things he needs to work on. There's, you know, the team's mm-hmm. got to get better. The skills got to, I mean, I just think that's life. That's life. That's just how it is. It you is. Know? You're not always mm-hmm. going to win. You're not always going to lose. It's just. It's like, yeah, if, if you're in a classroom and there's a math test and, you know, the star kid that gets an A on every test, do you say, all right, like, let's take it down to a B. Like, let's not make right. your other classmates feel bad. Like, you don't do that. So, like you say, it's a hard lesson. You don't want to teach your kid, like, all right, like, reel it back when you're, like, doing really, really great and, like, you know, kicking people's butt. Like, no, like, if you're a rock star and you're killing it and crushing it, whether it be on the, you know, in grades or on the field or something like that, like, keep going. Don't and if it's it becomes a thing where like you said where they're being braggadocious, right. not being humble. Like I think that those are good lessons for that team or that kid to like teach them humility. Um, when you're you know, kind of blowing out a team, I think that, that, that those are all good lessons. These are life lessons that all the kids are going to have to learn eventually. Right, I I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, like I said, I'm sure people don't agree, but that's that's my thoughts. I don't know. <laughs> thoughts on I think this has to do with sportsmanship, but. Like everybody gets a trophy. I don't agree with that because again, in life, that's not setting you up for reality. Um, I think, you know, getting maybe a some some a, a lesser version of a trophy. Like, should everyone get a trophy? No, but maybe I, I don't know, like celebration, take your team out to friendly, something. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> but should you get a trophy? And you lost, or like you said, sport. I don't. I don't think so. I don't agree with that. What about you? Showed up. No, I agree. We actually are on the same page. Everything. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> but yeah, I just don't. I don't know that whole thing. We. I mean, being kids of the eighties, nineties, we didn't. Nobody. Not everyone got a trophy for mm-hmm. things like a participation trophy. Are you freaking kidding me? No. No. I just don't. I don't. That's just not life. Mm-hmm. And it's not reality. I just have a really hard time with it. I mean. Kids love medals, don't get me wrong. They love their little trophies. But I do think there needs to be something to work towards. And if you're not the top, you need to be like, I want that. You need to want Mm -hmm. something to drive, to motivate you. I just feel like that's life. And teaching kids that everyone gets a trophy from like itty bitty. I mean, I don't know. I think it sends the wrong message personally. But hey, who am I? (laughs) (laughs) I think it does. And as we're talking, it's kind of like, it's clicking in my head. I feel like a lot of people say about the generation or generations under us that they have this, uh, you know, sorry, this is not my sentiments, but this is just like what people say. They have this sense of entitlement, which I think, you know, could stem, stem from that aspect of everybody gets a trophy. Like everyone, you know, is entitled to something. Everyone deserves something and you don't have to put in as much effort and work hard for, um, you know, that, like you said, our generation really didn't grow up with, but like the generations under us kind of, yeah. grew up with that mentality so now even as they get older in college and in the workforce it's like this entitlement of you know well I deserve this job because I, you know I'm just amazing like but what did you do to get it like uh, it's very interesting or the coming out of college oh I'm not taking a job for less than six figures exactly what? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely a different mentality. So I, you know, again, nothing like it's not my sentiment necessarily either, but it does 
kind of that meant that that thought process could start at a young age maybe mm-hmm. that is part of it too so it's just I guess it's up to us as parents which again everything is up to us as parents <laughs> right <laughs> like just to instill in them and teach them that you know hard work is really the way it's there's no other way and mm-hmm. it pays off if you put the work in and it doesn't nothing's handed to you nothing's given to you and especially with sports you have to have a good team behind you. It's not all one person. It's, unless it's like you said, golf or maybe track and field. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. true. But like you said, these are life lessons. So if you have kids in sports um, or if you don't have kids in sports, this is something to consider because I think that sports is, is really great. And like I said, it teaches them a lot of life skills. So it does. whether whether good or bad. <laughs> true. And it does take the you know, parents get a lot of life lessons too. I mean, you learn a lot as a parent watching a kid in sports because I personally never played sports. So Same. it's kind of teaching me a lot of things about how it's, I guess, helping me be maybe a better parent to help him acknowledge that, you know, the team is an effort. You know, everybody has to work together, different things about like achievements and working hard. It's good to be reminded of those things because you can right. see it really clearly with sports, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. Are we ready? Oh. Are we ready for the last call? Oh, is it your turn? I don't even remember. I think it's me. I think it's me. You do your job first. So firing mine. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I told her in the beginning. I was like, "Oh, you'll find out why I have a little attitude in the beginning." (laughs) So okay, my I live in an apartment. My refrigerator has kind of like maybe like the last six months or so, just gone through like these periods where I'm just like. Like I'll open a fridge and I'm like, did it turn off? Like not turn off in the sense, like obviously the light stuff and stuff still comes on, but like, like it's not getting as cold. I don't hear it running. You know, that like constant noise that you hear when your refrigerator is running. Um, and, and then like the last, you know, maybe like three months or so it's been to the point where it's just like, I almost, and I shouldn't even, I should have gotten it taken care of a long time ago and just called maintenance, but I like had to unplug it. Cause I was just curious, like, is it broken or is it me? Cause I keep, I kind of keep it on the highest setting. Maybe that's my problem. <laughs> like I keep it like, oh, it's like on a scale of one to five, as far as like one being cool and five being super cool. I keep it on like five. Um, so maybe I'm like (laughs) overrunning it, but, um, but yeah, so that probably like yesterday evening slash last night, I started to notice it again. And then it got to the point where like super late last night and this morning I look in the freezer, like my ice is like practically melted. Um, and then I open a fridge, like to get like some water and the water is like dang near room temperature Ah. so i call maintenance and like ask them if they can do like an emergency ticket to come out today for it um and this was like what maybe like nine ten o'clock this morning and she was like yeah we'll come out today and i have like i have almost how many eggs it's like probably 20 between 15 to 20 eggs in in my fridge right now eggs are like five thousand dollars now like so i'm mad about (laughs) i can just buy a chicken at this point and um i just i didn't just go grocery shopping but i have stuff in there like milk and even in my freezer like i have a whole big bag of fish that's like frozen fish that i didn't even open yet that now they did not come out today and i'm super mad because my neighbor she lives right on the other side of my building and the thought crossed my mind this morning like you know maybe I should just take these things over to her house like see if she could put them in the fridge for her for me and I was like no but they'll come out like whatever but my day was just really super busy so it was like on my mind but kind of not on my mind until like this evening and I'm just like they still haven't come out and at this point I open my fridge and I there's like a smell 
So now everything just really has to go. And that's frustrating. (laughs) Who's so expensive right now? Yeah. Very, very frustrated. So as I told Rebecca, what time is it? It's 830. I'm going to see if I have any alcohol in the house. (laughs) Take a drink or a shot because that doesn't go bad. Because that that doesn't have to be in the fridge. (laughs) And go to bed because I'm a little annoyed. But it's all good. I'm going to try to be positive, Patty. <laughs> oh, man, that sucks. You totally could have. I have like a, two freezers in my garage. And But like I said, it's just one of those hustle and bustle things. Like it's, it was from last night to today. I called them this morning and my day just got crazy. And going back into the fridge and freezer today, I'm like this evening, I'm just like, it's, it's done. That sucks, girl. I, I don't oh, trust that's, it. That's, that's shot worthy for shizzle. Like, <laughs> yeah, especially stuff, like I said, like the fish, the eggs, the cheese. Like, I don't trust any of that stuff. You know, there's other stuff like condiments or whatever. That I'm like, that'll probably be fine. But other yeah. stuff, not so much. So you can't mess with that. Unless yeah. you're I know. Up. I don't want to chance it. Like, it could be okay. But I'm like, I'd rather not even risk it and find out. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. Oh, man, girl, yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> What's your shot this week? So mine is, it's kind of like what we talked about in the beginning about the Super Bowl party. It's hard to have a party and like host and have fun and a good time. But everyone leaves your party total buzz killed. Like everyone's sad. Everyone's not like it was really like sad to have a party. And then I'm like, you throw a party. Everyone's supposed to have a good time. I think everyone did. But then everyone's so sad at the same time. I'm like, this is so weird. That is so true. I don't think I ever want to host a Super Bowl party because there's no guarantee your team's going to win. It's like everyone was just like miserable like pissed angry just sad like there's all kinds of emotions going up in the house I know that is so true I I like I said went into the game with like 99.9 percent confidence that they were going to win so I don't know if anyone else had that same feeling of just like oh like oh they're and so then to see them lose it was just like like dang like so I don't know if that made it worse or just you know just obviously the fact that we love the Eagles and wanted them to win but yeah, it was a sad night and sad it's next like, day. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, but as a host, I know having that feeling. It's just like, well, did you guys have a good time at least? <laughs> like, yeah, and I think everybody did, but it was just like one of those things. I'm like, man, there's no other party you can host that that could happen. Mm, yeah, you know? that's true. So I'm not mm-hmm. doing it again. Unless, well, this is like so silly. I was gonna say, unless it's like a proposal party. Like if someone's like about to propose to their girlfriend. Well, listen, like, no. they're not hosting at my house. <laughs> So if you have to do that, find somebody else. Why that just came in my head, but I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Valentine's Day. We're recording. That is true. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. No, but it was a great party. So don't like, feel. Yeah. Right. You get a toast to this week. My toast is to, I am just, so I'm I'm excited for me and, and proud of me. I know that anyone who's listened for a while, I go through this whole up and down of like working out, not working out, my weight, not my weight. Um, I have been on a consistent streak, I would say at least for the last mm, six weeks to a month, like month to six weeks um, of eating better, I would say for sure, but definitely working out. Like I have been making sure I work out at least four times a week. Um, and now I'm to the point where I'm doing two a days. Oh my um, God. 
<laughs> because so my two days either consist of um, me like going to the gym and doing like more of like a weights, like a strength activity, um, and then going back later to do the elliptical or some type of like cardio or just like taking a, a walk because it's been so nice. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I mean by like two a days. But um, I love it. I feel amazing. And the thing that I love even more, and I don't know if it's just because I'm in this this vein of, of thinking and working out, but I'm seeing so many more people, especially people that don't look fit and that sounds bad, but like, I just love seeing people on TikTok and Instagram and all that kind of stuff, just sharing their workout and weight loss journeys, just where they are. Like, you know what I mean? Not feeling, and, and it's inspired me to do the same because I feel like I used to always feel like, oh, I don't want to share anything until I feel like I look like I've made it to, you know what I mean? Like right. my goal, but that's not, you know, people love a journey and that's not realistic. So yeah, they could see me pop out, you know, six months from now with abs and feeling great. But I think to see that full journey is, is more inspiring and it, it's, it's more transparent for people to want to do it themselves. So um, I'm seeing more people do that and I just, I love it. So cheers to, you know, loving where you are, loving the journey and, you know, to going after your goals. Love it. And it's funny. Mine is very similar. So. Really? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, right to your point about like, I feel like I've been on a health journey for years. I'm still not where I want to be, but it's relatable because mm -hmm. we're all on this journey. Right. But so, and cheers to my husband, because I made <laughs> that guy run eight miles today and we did it. And we didn't, we just stopped one time only because I was literally going to pee my pants. So I had to go to the bathroom. We, we ran at Memorial Park and mm. we did it. And honestly, I felt like I could have ran another 10 miles. Like I felt, wow. I don't know how I'm going to feel tomorrow morning when I can't walk, but <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we're training for the tough marathon and that was our longest run to do. That was definitely by far, by probably four miles, the longest Brahim's ever ran and not stopped. I mean, mm -hmm. so, but I don't look like a runner. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't look, but you know what? You don't know what you're capable of until you try, yeah. you know, and that's the truth. So cheers to us for running eight miles. Like cheers to in that. In our 40s. What, what? <laughs> Congratulations. Not those spring chickens anymore. <laughs> Listen, it's never too late. And that's the thing I love about like health and taking care of yourself and your body and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, obviously there's things that probably have happened in the first 40, 35 years of our life, 36 years of our life, but there's, it's not too late. Like you can do never. so much more now. And I remember seeing a picture of, um, a lady, I want to say she was in like her mid to late fifties and she was like in her late fifties actually. Cause I think it said that she didn't start really working out until she was 50 and her body looked amazing. So even just to see stuff like that, like, I love it. So that's a, that's a big accomplishment. You should be proud. Yeah, It took forever, but we did it. Hey, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my motto in my head now is like, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Like don't look for like the instant results. Don't look for speed. Just it's a marathon. We're going to get there. I agree with you 100%. So cheers to health. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to you, new happy hour bestie. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast and your drinks too. And girl, if any of this resonated with you, go on over to our show page and leave us a review. Or you can join us in our Facebook community to keep the conversation going.